So it's been uh, a couple of weeks or so since I've done one of these things. I've managed to get away with not doing an intro for a while. Um, and then recently, Travis has been badgering me. He's been like, oh, do one of those intros. You've not done an intro in ages. So here I am. And welcome to the Travis Pepper Show, Mentoring a Moron. The Travis Pepper Podcast or Mentoring a Moron. We seem to have two names for it, but welcome. It is the podcast where we take your audience recommendations on things to watch, read, listen to and be inspired by we take them away we get stuck into them and then we come back and squabble amongst ourselves on what we like and what we dislike uh this week before we dive into the recommendations we seem to get caught in travis's dating history and sexual past a bit and um, we've got a dating coach that's coming on to help travis and i find love so that could be interesting but we end up talking about that and talking about travis's dating history so i'm sure you'll all be over the moon with that and then we have two recommendations the first of which is a fictional book called blackout where basically the power across europe goes out and it's a story about how some bloke saves the day so we have that and then we have an album because we love our music so this week we review an album by a band called the record company the album is called give it back to you it's a blues rock album i hope you enjoy if you sometimes feel like a moron Don't worry, we've got one too Because we're not that clever But we make it all up With our can-do attitude So if you like a bit of banter With me and this old wanker We've got just the thing for you We've got lots of content and it won't make sense It's the Travis Pepper Show I'm five minutes early, check that out Oh nice Look at us Oh well played <laughs> Quick before we're we get fired. started, little hand to Luke Well done Turned up not only on time but in fact a few minutes early oh. A few minutes early It's because I'm pumped for the new and improved Travis Pepper Show Shorter, sharper Less waffle, less shit, get things done. That's our motto. Is this what your mum wants out of you as well? <laughs> <laughs> I'm short enough already. Shorter, sharper. Sharp. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I'm supposed to be when I come out of this mentoring journey. Mm. Shorter, sharper, less waffle, less shit, more productive. <laughs> that's, that's the aim of the game by the time I, I finish in the Travis Pepper mentoring a moron journey, wherever that may be. Um, okay. Did you know this when you when we started this journey, or is that something you've only just realised? Is the is the absolutely plan? not? Yeah, I've only just realised. <laughs> but this is the thing I learn as the weeks go by, right? So I guess so. Well, it, yeah. And then you'll you'll finally find out that it was your mum that uh, rang me before all of this and was like, "Travis, could you uh, do me a favour? <laughs> could you just take him away for like an hour or two every?" <laughs> Every week, that would be peachy. <laughs> can, can you just entertain him on a Monday night? <laughs> like, well, I live in Germany now; it might be difficult. Well, I'm yeah, sure you can run away. She basically went. Uh, I asked, you know, is an hour or two going to be enough? And she, she just kind of goes, "Well, imagine an hour or two with Luke." Yeah. Now balance and then, out. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Balance, it will make a difference. Yeah. Then that's fair enough." Every- <laughs> every inch every margin that you can gain you're going to take it i think i need to lower my chair because i'm concerned because you need to look a bit shorter no because i'll tell you what i won't lower my chair i'll lower my arms on my chair i'm worried <laughs> <Are you> that- <laughs> <laughs> i 
Oh, so yeah. I shrug oh, yeah. it in the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been a while since I've been to the gym to get the shrugs in. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have, have I ever told you this? That, talking about shrugs. Have, have I ever told you about the kid that I know that's got a massive barnet on his head? Call him Shrubsy. I've ever spoken about him. Yeah, I think you've spoken about this on the on this podcast as well. <laughs> do I do it all the time? I've just run out of stories now. I, oh, I haven't spoken God. about Shrubsy. Wait, do you remember? Do you remember when um, we were on holiday and uh, we had uh, the the kids mm-hmm. on one one end of the the building and the adults on the other end of the building? He's and they're, doing the, they're you've got to explain laugh. what you're doing because people can't. Oh, they can see hear. You they can hear it in my kids. voice. Quotation oh, because okay. we're not really yeah. kids. We're all adults, but you know we're the they're the adults, we're the kids. And um, they were having a little laugh to themselves. And um, you, what was it you said? You said you were concerned that are we going to end up boring? Are we going to run out of jokes or something like that? We've spoken about that on the podcast as well. I'm sure we've spoken <laughs> <Okay>. about Because <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is what's yeah. happening. We definitely spoke about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So we are running out of jokes and we're running out of stories. Now, I've got a few. I've, got, I've definitely got a few in the back. There's okay. definitely a few in the bag that will come out over the course of time, I assume. But um, saving, them. yeah, no, I, it was a thought I did have once upon a time. Like, will we get to sixty and we've just exhausted all possible mm. joke, all possible banter? I mean, because we're not the wittiest bunch, are we? Like, we're not. Like, I wouldn't say we're. Um, well, I think there's enough of us that have our moments. You know, head of quality control. His thing was he'd have one. Control. He'd have one good joke. Like zinger, her yeah. meeting, and it would be an absolute yeah. zinger. And I think if all of us yeah. have that one moment, then I think we'll be okay. And we'll just yeah. repeat those he jokes. He does that. <laughs> he does that. And fair play to him. You've got a. You've got to have a bit of respect for somebody that knows nine times out of ten their jokes are going to fail. <laughs> but once in a blue moon, they're going to drop an absolute belter, and it's worth it. All the failure mm-hmm. is worth it. That's like a motivational quote, you know. Mm-hmm. It is. Tell nine shit jokes and then one will be good. Yeah, shoot for the moon and end up telling some shit jokes, but one might be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, you know, yes. it's part of this, um, you know, do one thing every day that scares you um, mm. in hopes that it will it will be beneficial. Well, head of quality mm. control tells 10 jokes every day that scare him because he only knows one mm. of them is going to hit. So mm, it could be... Hit. Yeah. I I did a, I did one of the ten things that scare me on the weekend. Oh, is this the one which you've teased? No, but still haven't brought. No, up? this isn't the one I've teased. <sighs> this is another one that scares me that I've just added to the list. Can we repeat I, just quickly why you haven't done it? And uh, not not why you haven't done it. You said it was a bit wanky or something like that. Wanky is the word. Yes, yeah. Correct. Okay. I just want to repeat it on this episode so listeners get a reminder that you still haven't done it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I said, I said I had an idea for one, but I thought it was a bit wanky, so I haven't done it. I've been, do you know what, right? I've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been keeping up with the cold showers though. Yeah. Like, and that, that is a little bit, I mean, I, to, to go as far as it scares you every day, it's, it's, uncom- it's uncomfortable to do every day. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, it's, I don't think, because when we spoke to Nick, when we spoke to him on the, on this podcast, he, you did turn around to him and say, do you, actively go looking for one thing every day that scares yeah, you yeah, yeah. and he said no mm. but but when it comes to those moments where you're just like oh you know should i do this oh it's a bit scary you say to yourself well have you done one thing every today that scared you no well then shut your mouth and do it you know it's mm. it's it's 
like that. And I wouldn't say that I've been doing something every day that scares me, but there have been like... No, I definitely haven't. At all. But there are times where it goes, uh, um, oh, I need to get this done. Oh, well, I'll push it back a bit. It's like, well, have you done anything constructive today? No, no, no. Okay, fine. I'll uh, I'll do it now. Get it done. Because yeah. I think we should like at the end of it, like we can just drag this out over the course of the podcast. And every time we do something that scares us, you can bring that story to the podcast. Do you know what I mean? And we'll mm. keep it as an ongoing thing until actually we've hit our 14 or we've hit 14 between us or whatever it may be. So like, I don't think we should go out there and like force, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to run in front of that car today because it's going to scare me and it will be content for the podcast. <laughs> like, I mean, it will be content wait. for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we should wait until my whole life is devoted to trying to do stupid things for um content for the, Doing it for the listens I, <laughs> i'm only so stupid i can't i can't be any more stupid than i already am i guess so i can only do mate don't limit yourself you know if you were... <laughs> it's like the head of quality control with these jokes just keep saying just, shit things and it will if you think if you get to a point where you think you can't do something more stupid, then more stupid. go out and find it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Like, <laughs> I always do wonder like, if people listen to this and still think I'm stupid, or I wonder if I've won any of them over. I wonder, well, I wonder if there's any of them that think, actually, he's not that stupid. I'd love to know because in my head, I'm like, people listen to it and then they think, oh, he's actually not that stupid. But that, that's probably not the case, is it? Well, so I, we'll I was speaking to a, a listener of the podcast. He was, um, uh, I basically told him about the bring that you listened to the Bring Me Horizon. And uh, he went, mm. no, you made it. What? What did he think? I'm going to have to yeah. listen out. So he got quite excited. And yeah. um, one of the things he said um, is that you, he noticed after listening to the podcast that you have a kind of a phrase. And it's when you say, so, I think it's, well, the thing is, right? And whenever you say, <laughs> <laughs> whenever you say this, he goes, he, it's, it's kind of like a, a listener, like a poke. For the listener, they go, oh, right, Luke's about to say something and it's either going to be something I've never thought before or ridiculously stupid. And he said, yeah. those are the two things. And he always <laughs> looks forward to those moments. <laughs> I was I'd, like, like, oh. I'd like to hope that most of the time it's the, like you've never thought of it like that before. That's what yeah. I'm going to go with. And, but, and I'm also, I don't see any reason why it couldn't feel, be both. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I also feel like this week is not going to be a good week for me because I think I'm at high risk of coming across stupid this week for several reasons. <laughs> several um, reasons? Okay. Well, the fictional book being the main one, right? So, Yeah, you're... Oh, no, I was meant to do it. Okay, explain yourself. So the main one is the, the fictional book, obviously, you struggle yeah. with. Um, and then we've got an album as well. Yeah. I'm... I'm curious as to how you think you'd come across a bit stupid with the album but oh no i probably won't with that i probably won't with that ah, should be okay. all right. it was just if we were meant to have done sean the sheep which we obviously aren't because <laughs> anyway, i've not done sean the sheep so <laughs> no. i would have looked stupid there because i've done the album and i've done the book um but you know what's been weird about this week we haven't spoken much have we have I upset uh, you? I wanted to check if i'd upset you because usually i hear from you a couple of times a week and we've avoided each other this week 
Have we? There's been no... Have yeah, you actively avoided... Any, there's been hardly any contacts. All I Let's sent you was the picture of somebody requesting we have a threesome with them. And I Which I was... Um, I was very confused by. Yeah. And what, an, what an opener of a message as well. I was uh, It definitely caught my, atten- my attention. Okay. Hey lads, would you be up for a freeway? You can you <laughs> can you imagine if you and me had a freeway? Oh, um, <laughs> it would be a nightmare from start you've, to finish. You've proposed be this abs- before, have I? When we were out in London, um, we were what? towards oh, the end Christ. of the night. We were, in, we were in a pub, right? So it's not that bad, don't worry. But you you were okay. texting um, <laughs> someone that you'd someone you'd been. Uh, Making love too. Making love, yeah. And um, bashing bits with bashing bits, and you basically said um, said to that person, "How do you like a, a threesome with me and Travis?" And they were like, "No." Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> what about Shelford? And you started going through your mates and just like, <laughs> "Let's see where the threshold is." <laughs> yeah. Did 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 we get any bites at all? Um, no, no. I don't, I, I, I can't remember. Obviously, we did not go ahead with it because we are still wondering what it would be like to have a um, uh, Travis <laughs> more on threesome. Uh, it would be a nightmare. I wouldn't be able to take it seriously. I honestly wouldn't be. I think I think if I saw your penis, I'd fall to bits. I, don't, I wouldn't be able to cope. I just, I what? wouldn't be able to. I don't know. It's just a funny thought, isn't it? Like, it's something that I've never... I wouldn't know what do, to do. Do you not have situation. one of your own? I, what? I do, but I think I'd, I'd just become really clammy and awkward and say, you've got, you, there's, there's, you go, you can go about this one or two ways, can't you? You can mm-hmm. either go balls deep and go really in with confidence, or you're just going to go into a corner and cr- curl into a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon if we tried hard enough, we could, actually, talking about this, We've got somebody coming on to help us find love, haven't yeah. we? We've got a guest that's coming on. Maybe she can help us find a threesome. Maybe that's a question. She, well, she, maybe she'll help deal with ask. the issues that we can't <laughs> seem to date someone without someone else tagging along. <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you, we, we should come up with some questions to ask her and try and be really serious about it? So like <laughs> like one of them be if the, like Travis and I were try to, to try and achieve a threesome with somebody, what's the best way to go about it? Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe you should ask if I wanted to bring Luke on a date for moral support, like, do you think that'd be acceptable? And what, what's the best way to incorporate you? Do you sit at like the table next to me? Do you sit at the same table? Like, do you, yeah, you, do you sit in the background or? You could, I guess you could, I guess the easy way to integrate me would just to be say that you like, it's a charity thing and you kind of care for me. <laughs> and, <like>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his carer. <laughs> You kind, you kind of are, really. You're like a virtual one at the mm-hmm. moment. You're like a virtual carer. Well, um, it's quite funny. One of the um, one of the best first dates, probably the best first date I've ever been on. Um, it was in uh, back when I was in Birmingham and I was living with a, a couple of mates. And another one of my mates had a date on the same evening, and he was actually at the bar just opposite the bar I was going to uh, with my date, and. Um, so he, he was over there on his day and I was there with mine. Um, we're having a chat. It's going very, very, very well. 
And um, sorry, who's having a chat? You and the date, or you and your you, friend? Me and my date. Because because uh, what okay. I'd said to my friend before is that we were we were basically it was a bit weird because you know we both got the same bus in to town at the same time to go our separate ways. <laughs> it's just like, do I good know luck, this good friend? Luck. Uh, you might have met him. <laughs> Good luck. Did, you, did, you, did you actually shake hands and say, <laughs> no, good luck? No, good but luck, what, good luck so what I did say, well. what I did say was, um, <laughs> hey, if they're going well, we could just like make it a double date or something, you know? Um, and he was like, yeah, cool. I'll let you know. So the uh, girls didn't know each other, the two girls. Girls didn't know each other. And um, on my day, uh, when I was talking to her, we were having a great time, um, a few drinks. And I mentioned it. I was like, it's quite funny. I think it was in context. My mate's just across the road on a date. Um, and she said to me, she went, oh, invite them over for like a double date and we'll make it out that our date is so much better than their date. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I love you. Okay, let's do this. I love you. Oh, I, I want to think you're joking when you said it to her, but I don't know with you. Like, I, I really don't. That's yeah, my kind of humour. Um, but I messaged my mate. And... You're one of them, aren't you? You're one of them. You're, you're, you're one of them that's sitting on the first date and you're like, yeah, let's get married and have kids, lol. And like, <laughs> lol. Oh. Lol. Nah. Um, but I, I texted him and uh, I said, oh, how's the date going? Uh, do you want to, do you guys want to come over and join us? And he'd obviously had a couple of drinks and he said, um, oh no, I've just... Um, uh, I just dropped her off at the uh, at the station, um, but I'll pop in and say hi. And I was like, yeah, cool. Wait a minute. Why are you popping in and saying hi on your own? <laughs> and I said, and, and, and this clocked after like a, I'd had a few drinks. And so I said to my date, I said, by the way, um, yeah, he's, he said he's coming over, but I've just realized it's just him. <laughs> and she was like, okay bit weird but that's fine so he turns yeah. up walks in and just goes oh hey you know he's obviously had a few um mm. but we start chatting uh the three of us and she goes oh would you like to are you gonna join us just just for like a drink mm -hmm. and so i was like yeah if you, if, you, if you want to um so he was like yeah i'll just go grab a drink pot us off to the bar and um i'm like is this weird and she was like yeah a little bit but yeah it's fun <laughs> And so we thought he was going to come back with a little drink. Um, he comes back with a bottle of wine and three glasses. <laughs> and and uh, we went, oh, this is one of those nights. Okay. So fortunately, a bit later, he went to the, to he went to the toilet and I kind of leaned in a bit. And, um, I, and I was about to ask, you know, is this kind of taking away from the fact that we're meant to be on a date? But before I could say mm. anything, she went, don't worry you're still doing well. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this was oh, like, so we quality. went, we then went to like, the three of us went to another bar. We know we, we went to, yeah, we went to a club, the three of us on a Monday night. Mm. And, um, he basically was like, got to the point where we went, guys, I know I've crashed your date and I've realized this now. And I'm sorry. So I'm just going to, be the one that goes to the bar and gets the drinks. You guys don't have to move and I'll, I'll, I'll pick something nice out for you. This one's on me. And he started just ferrying drinks back and forth from Mate, the bar. You had a win there. And it was, it was good because, um, yeah, at the end we were like, we still want to keep partying, but it's Monday. So everything was closed by midnight. Um, so he's 
he said, oh, let's go back to ours and let's just keep drinking. Yay. So I rang the rest of the, uh, another guy who was, I, I lived with and I said, hey, you're right, mate. Um, we're on our way back from town. Um, could you get like all of our mixes and alcohol and put them on the table? Uh, we're going to go, be drinking. And he went, oh, do we have to? I've just got into bed. And he's like, no, I need you to do this now. And ice. We need ice. James, we haven't got any ice. And I went, I don't want problems. I want solutions. And I'm up on him. Oh, <laughs> Whilst I'm I think I'm about 10 minutes away from home. It's not possible to make any ice, but I demanded it. Uh, That's the bit I care about the most. No, well, no, he was panicking. No. Like, oh, okay. I can't get any ice. I don't know what to do. My other housemate was like, just don't do it. <laughs> and he and he was like i never considered that actually yeah. okay and um i didn't bring up ice when i got home so it was fine that he hadn't done it, it i just fine. didn't in. even know yeah. did, uh, did you get a second date oh yeah yeah we date for quite a while that was good ah. so yeah maybe bringing someone else along as like the permanent hype man might answer. be a good idea this is how we'll sort um, out well, we'll run this by um, our guest when they come on the show and yeah. see if this, this is worth it's doing. Ga- it's going to be an interesting one. A Valentine's Day special uh, of us two getting dating advice. Um, there's only kind of so much you can do, though, in the current climate, isn't there? There is. But I think this is her specialty. So... Ah, what, you mean remote dating? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it do said you- something about... Have doing it during this time, which was. Do you not feel that like I'd be? <laughs> I, I I'd be so conscious of the fact that if I was remote dating, that you she'd meet me in person. And be so <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. you not, would you not think that? Maybe, but it, I don't know if you've successfully, she, she'd be more invested. Like if you go straight from like texting, let's say you've met digitally. It's not like you've met her in a bar or something. If you've met on something like Tinder yeah, and then you meet in person, that is mm-hmm. immediate disappointment and don't need to see them again. But if you've already had like, I don't know, a Skype date, then... Mm. Then she meets you and she's disappointed. She's already kind of invested. So it's a bit like, oh, maybe so I'll give him a chance. She's going to feel sorry. She's going to feel more sorry for. She's going to, she's going to date you out of sympathy. Like I gave you points on our Christmas special out of sympathy. Yeah. They were good. Enjoyed those points. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's the sucker. The, um, it's the, uh, the sympathy side. That's the sucker. It's not you. You're, you're, you're getting points. I get points. Yeah. yeah. Points make prizes, mate. Um, the other goal I've been pursuing is obviously, uh, I said one of my 2020 goals is to make friends with your sister. Did a monthly catch up call with her this weekend. Bosh, sticking to my goals. (laughs) (laughs) And she's aware that she's someone on the tick list right now, right? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I even said to her, I even even opened the message. I text her like whenever last weekend saying, uh, I'm working through my list of people obviously I need to catch up with and yeah, you're the last one on the list so we need to set it up. And she <laughs> came back and she had a go at me for that because she was like, 
what do you mean I'm bottom of the list? And I was like, well, I just work in my way through. And she was like annoyed. And I was like, I thought you'd be happy just to be on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't assume that it, it mattered. It, it's where such you... an honor to be on the well, list. No, not that, but I, I, here's me thinking, oh, I'm doing a good thing. And I'm still getting shit for it. I was like, oh, this is pants. <laughs> I could um, have scripted this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if you... If you'd gone, oh yeah, I told her that she was uh, she was the uh, last on my list. I was like, all right, I know exactly how the response is going to be here, right? What do you, do you say next? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, cool. Right, here's where you went wrong. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just break it down for me. But just next time, just go hi, talking time, and that's it. Okay, yeah, cool. Because I'll I'll chat to her once a month. Um, and obviously catch up with her when I can. Just because I, 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 like, she's obviously the only, like, because I spend so much time doing shit with you. And then, like, All right, don't, don't stress it like it's a chore. Just like, oh, so well, no, much like, time. Just because, you know, you know when it's like, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't do favouritism, you know, well, apart from secretly, you're the favourite, but, yeah. you know, don't. But, you, know. you just got to make it look like I'm trying a little bit, at least. <laughs> so you're not doing this because you yeah. want to try. You're doing this because you want to look like you're trying. Yeah, I want to look like a nice guy. <laughs> that Luke, that Luke yeah. is a nice guy. Maybe. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Do you know what the biggest uh, revelation was in the conversation? That uh, she's actually listened to an episode of the podcast. And believe it or not. Fucking hell. Which one? Is it John, John Mayer's a douchebag? Yeah, 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 yeah. John Mayer's a douchebag. She went That's it was her, uh, her recommendation. Her recommendation. Or am I allowed yeah, to correct. say that? Correct, Amondo. Sorry, can do if you sorry, want. sorry for ruining the anonymity of the the podcast. Oh, well, we've you been, know what? We've like, been keeping a tight, we've been getting a tight lid of who's head of quality <laughs> control and well, <laughs> all of these yeah, other people. That, yeah, but um, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I've, I've, I when when we first were asking for audience recommendations, I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. Like asking the audience for recommendations and nobody was giving recommendations. And then all of a sudden loads of people started recommending stuff. And now I've gone the other way. I'm like pissed off that, that, um, stop giving us so many recommendations (laughs) (laughs) that we've got recommendations and I want to do my things. So to be open and honest with you, uh, the record company was actually one of my recommendations that I snuck in there. So that isn't an audience one that we wanted (laughs) to do. <laughs> so well I'll like, tell you which ones I snuck in as well when we get <laughs> <around>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, was, I just thought to myself oh do you know what instead of saying this is my recommendation I'm just going to sneak him into the audience list and then I wondered get, why um, I hadn't seen it before on like the the uh, <laughs> the, the page that we've got oh. Oh yeah, dear! I'm sneaking them in because uh. the thing is, I, I kind of found. Well, we'll talk about it later, I guess. But I, I found that band, and I was like, oh, I really want to do this for the show. And then I was like, but we've got so much audience stuff to get through. And then mm-hmm. a little light bulb went on in my head, and I thought, <laughs> ah, this is what you can do. Sneak and so, in. so you engineered this super, super secret plan to infiltrate your own organization and plant a. Uh, a, a a little recommendation there. Is this a lead? Are you? This is the tangent. No segue. Ah, yeah, that's a very good one as well. Yes, very so, good little segue. Thank you very much. I mean, it so might have been better if it had been more subtle, but it worked, and we're here now, about to start well, our first recommendation. 
it will be subtle for the people that don't have a clue what you're talking about because they were, a lot of people won't have read the book. Um, That's true. So what we've been we, working on for the last three weeks is a book. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to we're, we're going to be doing two things today. So we got we got uh, Blackout uh, by Mark Ellsberg, and then we've also got this sneaky recommendation from Mister Pitkin, uh, yeah. which is an album by the Wrestle Company. So. Uh, Give it back to you. Sure. Okay. I wish I wish starting. Let's start with this book yeah. then. It's been on the table okay. for a while. And we're Do you want me to up. just disappear for 20 minutes and then come back when you've done it? Would that be an easy <laughs> way to, to, do, to do this next segment? No, I'd very much like <laughs> to get your take on it as well. Because okay. um, even though you might throw a tantrum for it being a fiction book, you might have um, some of those moments that... Like I did with the scream. Maybe. Like I did with the scream stuff. Do you want to? Um, do you want to start with explaining what it is? Yeah, sure. So um, the book is called Blackout. Tomorrow will be too late. Um, it's a disaster thriller, and it talks about how um, all of the international and connected electrical grids uh, across Europe um, they collapse and break down, um, removing power from basically everybody in the entire continent. Um, which then leads on to more prolonged uh, issues such as uh, uh, unable to pump petrol, unable to use telephones, no food being ordered into supermarkets, n- unable to pay for things. and the, I guess No the running most, water. No running water, no sanitary. No showers, um, yeah, no toilets. And I guess the scariest one out of all of them was um, nuclear um disasters uh based on uh nuclear power plants not being able to shut down and restart properly um yeah so we follow this uh italian ex hacker who works out an idea of to as to what might have happened and how he gets involved with uh it's europol and they try and work out not only who did it but how they can resolve and revert the situation um so very well done thank you very much it was so the book was originally in german it was written by a german author uh in german yeah and having having lived here and studied uh german i could tell in some of the ways that it was written and the way they introduced characters did you read the German version? No, no, I read the English version. We would have, oh, okay. we'd, we'd have been waiting a few more weeks, to be honest, right, if I was okay. reading the German version. Um, no, fair enough. But it was quite... I could get that feeling. What, what, as we sorry, on. what makes you say that? What makes you, what, what things made you go, oh, they, this is written by... Well, I was just... As I was reading it, I was there kind yeah. of saying, there's something odd about the delivery and the writing, the way they, yeah. he talks about characters. They, they go for the full name and the last name um when they introduce the characters and every time a character is introduced into the book they give you their full name of the character like an official introduction whereas mm-hmm. um, most books fiction art books uh i've read you usually get told the uh the name via like the first person like the person who whose thoughts you're reading you find out what they think the person's name is. So I don't, I don't go around calling you Luke Pitkin all the time. I call you Luke. Um, mm-hmm. But you, each time we got a character introduction, we got a full name 
breakdown, which was quite I didn't spot strange. That. But um, yeah, just just little bits. And I, basically, I was reading it, and then mm-hmm. I kind of went, "Was this originally in a different language?" And then I looked up, and it was German. And I was like, "Ah, nice." And then I probably went through and started picking out things that didn't actually make sense. Uh, yeah, okay. Started but, looking for it. At that yeah, point. yeah. And then it kind of got a bit more like, oh, I'm a genius. <laughs> Work that one. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were well proud of yourself. When I was you, like, so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. I could see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because the, like you said in the story, the power goes out. Like, if I'm honest with you, I thought this book was awful. I've always mm-hmm. loaded tripe. I, yeah. I, I, I really didn't enjoy it at all. Um, the only thing I kind of really enjoyed from it was the fact that uh, the only thing I really thought that got me thinking was the realization that if the power went out, we'd be nagged. Mm. We'd be absolutely buggered, wouldn't we? Like when you actually sit there and go, this world that we've created relies on power. Like if yeah. that went out, you can't do anything. And that was like, that was the only interesting thing I really got from this book. The rest of it did my head in. Um, I felt the story wasn't great. If I'm brutally honest with you, like, uh, I mean, obviously the power went out and they tried to find the hackers. Yeah. The guy, the main character, he managed to, you know, figure out how they got into the system. Mm-hmm. They find the hackers, they take them down. One of the hackers goes to try and get him on like a little... Me- I, I don't know. I just thought the story was crap. Um, the other thing that, that, that got me was um, there's like 11 different characters and I just struggled to keep on top of who was who and what yeah. was going on because it's yeah. like day one, this is what this character did, this is what this... And I started reading this book and I was like, okay, so by the end, all these characters are going to interlink and they're going to intertwine and there's going to be some amazing kind of like meet, meeting where they all kind of, all their stories interlink. And they didn't really. I, I, yeah. I, I found that... The, so not only is it divided into chapters which are based in like the days, so day one to day... I think it's like 11, 11, oh, no. but then no, it, skips it goes to, to 27. Yeah. yeah it but there aren't 27, 27 days, but it, no. it, it skips. But within those days, it does skip um, between people quite a lot. And I think the weirdest one was there was like two or three paragraphs. Just it switched to a different person and then switched back. And I found that very, very jarring because yeah, I did because of the way, as I was reading it, I kind of went, at times just stopped and went, wait a minute. Oh, oh, this is this guy. And I had to go back a couple pages and go, yeah. Oh yeah. We're talking about him now. Okay. Right. I'm ready. And like, I've had to kind of start again. Yeah, I did that. All and the because, time. because that was happening so often, um, you, I kind of got quite disoriented and lost when I was, when I was reading the book, which did take away from actually, uh, like the, like enjoying it because, like you said, the scenario is really interesting, really kind of like, oh, okay. Cause that's, cause by the end of it, they start talking about how it's basically modern warfare. If, if, if you wanted to go to war with someone, you just, you try and hack into their power systems and shut down as much as you can, leaving yeah. them vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is quite interesting. This is, uh, so either they're going to go really, really deep into like, one person's journey on discovering it. Um, mm. What was very difficult for me is like the main guy. Manzino or whatever. Manzano <laughs> or something. 
he yeah. he knew what was going on. Like he he'd worked it out. So he was a, quite a clever character. But unfortunately, there's no kind of point of view character that knows as much as we do. And therefore is like learning as we learn. It's always he goes, Oh, god damn it, there's this piece of code was missing, and you kind of get there going, What? Oh, okay, cool. Um have you fixed it? Cool. Okay. He's, he's fixed it. Okay. He's been moving on. Oh, why is he still in trouble? Oh, it didn't completely fix it. Right. Okay. And so it was a bit disorienting in that way. Um, mm. There was, yeah. And the way I described it um, when I was writing my notes, it's like, it's like watching a YouTube video, like a Ted talk or something like that, where mm -hmm. someone's kind of telling you what's happened. So throughout mm -hmm. the book, I was there kind of, when each new thing came up with the whole power grid failing, I was like, ah, cool. That's, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was the only kind mm -hmm. of thrill I got out of the book. Yeah, yeah. Was like that's a, what, that's oh, what yeah. I said. That's similar to what I said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, it was kind of strange because um, it's such a big disaster that he, it seems like the author was trying to tell the whole story, but in order to tell the whole story of what's happened, he needs to be as so vague in order to get it all in. What I would have probably preferred was instead of focusing on the whole event as a whole, maybe focus on like just one little family that, or, or, or an individual person that is trying mm. to deal with the fallout of everything, like the riots, the, the, um, uh, all the stuff that happens in like the hospitals where basically all of these patients uh, who are on life support can't be kept alive because there's no power for them. Kind mm -hmm. of focusing more on like the social side of things, then I would have got a bit more invested in the characters because I didn't invest, I didn't get invested in any of the characters. I was like, the only ones oh. I really paid attention to were the main bloke mm -hmm. and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the two women. So there was like two women that he was with, Shannon and... They both had such similar names as Shannon well. Shannon and really annoyed me. Sarah, Shannon. Sheila. Oh my God. Because like one was a Swedish um, character. One was from America, I think. Yeah, the yeah. journalist. The journalist. And again, it was like you could have called them Lucy and Rosie. And that would have made my <laughs> life a shit ton easier because I was like, which one's which? And I kept forgetting because I was like, oh... Right. Does he fancy her or does he fancy her? I couldn't figure that bit out. Well, the thing um, is, that it, I also tried to throw in like a bit of sexual tension between the one that he hadn't slept with. And I was like, well, that was just completely confusing. Did he, like, did he sleep with one? I didn't even know he slept with one. He slept with he one slept at the very beginning. Like when they got to the resort. Oh, he, he bashed bits with her, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And so okay. I was kind of yeah, a bit yeah. like... I know where. Oh, is this going to be, I was like, oh, is this going to be just some bloke who's like a know-it-all about like, oh yeah, I know all the hacky thing, I'm going to save the day. And also I can seduce all of these women, but uh, no, I don't want to do it because I'm not a, uh, I'm not a hero. But... And I was like, hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that, that bit got me like, you know, Bedini or whatever his name is. The I guy liked him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can wipe his parents out of the story because they, they, that part of the story brought nothing. They, what did they do? His parents and then his Oh, uh, Bollard. 
Yeah, yeah, him. I see what I mean. There's another one that's got a similar name to him as well. Who you find? But then he's just the, his his uh, his old neighbour. I liked him as a character. Yeah, um, see, that's what I meant. But I didn't mean him. I meant Bollard. Bollard. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, it's like, interesting you say that because yeah, his the whole parents thing was meant to. I'm assuming they were meant to make you go worry for him, worry for his family. But oh, I didn't give a monkeys about that. Well, it's quite interesting, funny because the, that was one of the only bits I cared about. No. In the scheme of things, there's a scene where her, um, his wife's mum, um, he dies, and there's just no, wife's dad, wife's dad, the female, the, the lady survives, the man dies of a heart attack, doesn't he? And then they chuck him in yeah, the the wife's dad, the man, the wife's. I thought you said the wife's mum. Sorry, sorry, the wife. No, the, the wife's the wife's dad. Um, yeah, his father-in-law. He, he he has a heart attack, and there was only yeah. w- one bit that kind of struck me, like emotionally, out of this book, and that was the bit where she's watching, basically, because they've got no way to cremate anyone, they've got nowhere to bury bury them. They need they're evacuating. All mm-hmm. of the bodies get thrown into a single dug grave, and yeah, she's just, just kind of flung off the back watching. Of the- and I was like, oh shit, which is what made me go. Oh, I would have preferred to focus on like this side or just this side as opposed to trying to push it into the book and get mm. everything in there. Because he had a lot of family in it because he, obviously the parents were in it and then his wife was in it with the kids when yeah. they were pretending that the bread wasn't bread and stuff. And again, I was like, oh, that, they could have gone. Like, well, they, they, they didn't have much to do with the story. There was some bloke in a power plant somewhere at the start. I mean, I mean he, he must have vanished out of my mind. He, he, end, turned up he, twi- he was at the beginning because he heard the rotors go on. He was the one saying, no, 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 it's fine. We're, oh, but it's an error. No, 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 it's fine. It, oh, but so, it's an error. So he came back, did he, at the end? Once at the very end. Right, see, Being that, happy. What, a load of, what a load of tripe that is. Yeah. Right? Because he just, and it was stuff like that, that I'm sitting there, like, right, I'm going to try and remember who this character is. He's like, he doesn't turn up again till the end. What's the point? Mm. Like, it, God, it annoyed me by the end, to be fair. No, I get that. But, yeah, it was, it was frustrating, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really frustrating. And I got to the end and I closed it and I was like, well... Not recommending that to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> that was but my did, first thought. It did, it, it did make me think. Uh, some of the other things that we've done on this podcast made, came up when I was mm. reading this book. Because obviously, I was imagining that the, the guys from uh, Inside I'm Dancing, the two disabled guys from that movie, and I was thinking, you yeah. know, if they're in a scenario where power gets cut, and they oh, need they. like they need electricity to get like lift them up and put them into bed yeah, and stuff like that. Charge their wheelchairs situation. and stuff like that. Would people be around? So I was there, kind of going. I had a, it's funny. This book gave me more. Em- <laughs> I had no empathy for anyone in the book, but it did make me think about other people how they'd oh, be in that scenario. And also like these that- farmers from under the soil, and because they they mention a bit in the book where they talk about. Um, oh, we can't just because the power's back now doesn't mean that we can just get food to anyone. Yes. All of these animals yeah, yeah, have that died. That was actually quite interesting. It makes yeah. you think about it. Yeah, yeah. There's all the backup of the sewers and the cloggage and all that kind of stuff that they need to clear out yeah. um, before they can do that. What was I going to say on that point? It it, it, that was one thing that it did make me think. Could you survive without the power on? Like, mm. Could you? How long? Because we are uh, a nation or a 
population or a race, I guess, of, of primarily people that just use things rather than know how things work. Mm, so, yeah. like, if if electric if 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 someone was in a room with me and was like, right, the electricity's gone, you know, we're, it's down to you to save the world and figure out how electricity works. I oh god, god oh, help yeah. everybody. <laughs> the best thing I reckon I could I'd be rubbing a couple of sticks together hoping to make a fire that would be doing your little scouts the best scouts on her whilst you're trying to get it done <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> um, so yeah if the power went out yeah and it was down to me to build a toaster we've got no hope I'd be fucked zero I, I just wouldn't yeah just wouldn't be like when they were talking Mad, about like in the book they were talking about obviously they were rationing food parcels and people were getting like a loaf of bread and i'm like cool i'll shit myself to death then like in that scenario like i I wouldn't be like you can't be a picky eater when like there's no food to go around but then like the picky like with allergies and stuff like it's like uh we can only offer you a loaf of bread and a bag of nuts ah well it was nice guys uh (laughs) guess i'm fucked so yeah it was kind of perspective giving like if my mate told me about this scenario in a pub, I'd go home thinking, "Well, shit, yeah," and I'd be taken away. Yeah, but but you don't need four hundred pages of it. No, I wouldn't say so. So I think we're both in agreement here for yeah. mainly the same reasons as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pleased because do you know what? I was worried. I'm like, I've obviously got a reputation of not liking fiction books, and I was like, I'm just going to come along and sound like the guy that is purposefully being a a rat a rat and isn't enjoying it just because it's a fiction book which isn't the case i actually finished this one mm-hmm. so i saw it till the end and uh, i'm glad that you have the same opinions as me yeah oh, does that mean it's time for a wee break oh my i think gosh. it does we've got a shorter episode today and you yeah, sorry <laughs> so basically before before this episode why why do i so often have to talk about luke's pee habits so he goes are you still good for 10 minutes from now and i said yes i'm ready when you are and he goes i'll start setting up now and go for a piss that was a that was 50 minutes ago it wasn't even an hour this guy he's frustrating but it's um i'll tell you guys um we've got quite a few recommendations that have come in from everyone so thank you very much for sending those in um the book spin is going to take a while but what we're going to be doing um is we're going to try and make our way through those as efficiently as possible i'm sorry that we've removed someone's actual recommendation or bypassed someone's actual recommendation so luke could sneak this album in but we'll we'll try and get it all done um yeah so we've got We'll be starting with a new book. Yeah, so we've got a lot. I'm just going to check how many fictional books that we've got in this list. Because I tried to look up before um, how many fictional books are there compared to non-fictional books. Because I personally think Luke's being a bit pathetic about this. Not not fiction, non-fiction. But I couldn't find any data. Sorry, mate. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's all right. But we've got got one, two. Don't know about the other ones. Trying to work out how many fictional books we have in the recommendation compared to non-fictional oh, too, books. Too many. Can we put a blanket rule on? Do you know See, what? See, everybody uh, listening, I told you this is exactly what would happen. It's what? Such, such a whinge. No, but the thing I was is... Trying to, right? I, was trying to look up how, I was trying to look up how many 
what is the ratio of fictional books to non-fiction books like in the world? And it's near on, from what I could gather, it's near on 50%, 50% of all books. And, and you're going, meh, 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 Everybody, everybody pop- listening at home, close your eyes. Tell me who's talking. And the problem is, I've made such a song and dance that people will now just keep plump, pup, like pushing in the fiction books. What well, is um, a 50 50 chance of it being a, fish, a fiction maybe, book? Maybe we can make a break off podcast called Travis's Fictional Books Podcast. And where you, you don't have do to read it, where you just do everything on your own. Like the whole thing is taken away. <laughs> to, it's, it's, it's not part of the mentor in a moron brand. It's just you out there doing the fictional books. Yeah. Fictional Travis, fiction with Travis. Our moron was too moronic mm. for this section. So we're going to have to break off and. Uh, well, I uh, think I did pretty well. Give me credit where credit's due. I think I did all right with that fictional book. You've read one um, fictional book. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one you didn't even finish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 50%. That's what you were, we're saying. Not, we're not counting Mr. Tickle in that as well. That doesn't count oh, as yeah. one of your fictional books. What about Travis Pepper and the Silly Birthday? He's no. thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. You're getting away with so much. All this, all this, all this whinging about fiction books, and now we've got to review an album that you snuck in. Hey. Come oh, on. God. I think, I th- yeah. God. No more complaints out of you. Do you know what's interesting about this one that I snuck in? It's, it's, it's one that I'd heard a couple of tracks of, but I, you know, this isn't like me saying, oh, this is an album I like. I'm going to recommend it. It was like, I want to listen to this properly. So I'll mm-hmm. give it to us in the podcast. Right. Um, so it's Give so It Back s- to You by the record company. The record company. So these guys yes. are, uh, South a USA, yeah, yeah, LA. Los Angeles, yeah, LA. Yeah. Blues rock band, country blues rock band, uh, basically. Yeah. Um, that is them. So this is their the first album. They've got they've got two albums. Uh, this one's from 2016. The other one came out two years ago, 2018. Um, yeah. How did you find out about them then? If, if these guys were some, someone that you wanted to listen to, then how, how did you know? So I was playing, uh, it was Christmas, yeah, Christmas just gone, and um, in our house there was an obsession with this board game, Ticket to Ride. Have you seen it? Yeah. You have to build like little train Train routes across Europe. And uh, we were playing that and somebody just had like a Spotify playlist on and uh, it was like a blues rock playlist, just like a generic Spotify one. And the track that came on was Off the Ground, Mm -hmm. um, which is the opening track on the album. Mm -hmm. And that came on, and I was like, I like this sound. What's this? Got the old Shazam out. Bang. I thought, okay, put that on the list of... um... And then when I heard that song for the first time, I thought about the rag for some reason, and I just had this image of the rag like delivering fruit and veg in his little car that he drives. He delivers fruit and veg for a living. Um, the rag. <laughs> Why is that funny? It was meat. He does meat, deli- <laughs> he does meat delivery. And I just imagined him doing meat delivery in Australia, just like chilling with that tune on. And I was like, that is very the rag. And then I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'll put it in the, I'll sneak it in the recommendations. Um, yeah. Before we jump into the music, 
album cover mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. the worst we have had to date, <laughs> I think. I think it's lazy. I think it's drab. I think it's shocking. I think it's shit. I honestly think this album cover is shit. It's the biggest thing. Do you not? Do you do you disagree with me? <laughs> no, it's just, I don't. It's just oh, like oh, oh, I've snuck in this album that I really wanted to listen to. Anyway, album artwork, shit. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's basically. I haven't even done st- anything. <laughs> Luke's already bagging the album. <laughs> it's them on the stage. Looks like they're playing live. It's very dark. It's very drab. There's one of them slinging a guitar in the air. It says the record company give it back to you. Ve- do you know what though? Very raw album cover, very simple album cover, mm-hmm. which I feel like matches the music actually. As we talk about it, I'm getting I'm getting like uh, emotional whiplash with this. So it's a shit album cover, shit album cover, yeah. But, but hang on, is like, this this you, is because of the lack of colours, isn't it? You can't <laughs> primarily, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, what? I didn't even think about that, but uh, I guess yeah, I can't. So I there, can't there, argue, there are, I can't there are three colours on this: one. black, white, and yellow. And yeah, it's drab. It's a okay. drab album cover. But right. you can't. It's, it's like me saying, oh. Travis, you're ugly, but you could still be a nice person underneath. Just because I've bagged the album cover doesn't mean the album's going to be bad. I can say you're ugly, but you're a really nice person. It's, that doesn't necessarily mean Thanks. the album's bad. <laughs> Great. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that, do you know what I mean? I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily... Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Not oh, that don't. This is, uh, okay. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, what were you, what were you was, thinking the other day <laughs> it was when i was chatting to your sister um she whipped out the old um photo of us when we were surfing you know we're all like it looks like we're a football team or something <laughs> like you've got the people at the front on their knees and you've you're in the middle and you've got short hair and oh my god you look so different yeah you look so different with the short hair i think i like the long hair i like it that's why i've still got yeah, it I, so it's yeah, fun. I think I, I. But you do. You look sharp with the short hair. It's no, you know, you're you're dashing either way, sir. But um, it, it oh, did, t- did catch me. Oh my god, he looks so. Di- he looks so I like different. To sh- with I like to me. shake it up. You know, so like, mm. so when people see me next, as soon as people get used to the uh, the long hair, I'll be like, right, let's go. <laughs> You've all used Isn't to it. Isn't it now. a drag growing your hair? Yeah. But I mean, it's fine at the moment, not going anywhere, not doing anything. Oh, mate, it's so, the perfect time to do yeah. it. Lockdown. Start know? a podcast, grow your hair. I've taken all of the boxes. Yeah, I've done exactly the same thing. I've followed in suit. But yeah, shit album cover. Um, <laughs> trio. Okay. Do you know, okay, I'm going to ask you. I have a band written on my sheet here that these guys remind me of. Name that band. God. What's, I can't do the that. First band. I Why? can't do that because there were so many bands that these guys sound like. All right, you list off. You list off some that you think they reminded you of. Oh, I thought they, they reminded me of Elbow, Gary Clark Jr. They reminded me of um, basically any Southern <laughs> blues band as well. Um, they reminded me of Goodbye June. They reminded me of um, Black Keys a little bit. There you go. That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Travis. Yes. The Black Keys. I thought it was very Black Keys. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it, maybe a little bit of White Stripey, but like, because it's blues rock. It has some like white, white Stripes vibes in it as yeah, well. Yeah, it's got that kind of like White Stripey, Black Keys mm. um, 
shit album cover vibe to it. Um, <laughs> also, very digestible. 40 minutes, 10 songs. I quite liked that. I quite liked how digestible oh, I do. Th- it was. I do think albums should be like 10 songs. There shouldn't be any more than that. It gets a bit silly. Yeah, I quite liked the length of it and I think it mm. plays in well. So anyway, first track, I mean, I think the first track's a bit of a belter personally, but I don't know. So this, so first track, Off the Ground was my... Um, off the Ground. Off, off the Ground was my, that's my favourite one off the album. So when I first played this album, I, it was just after the podcast the next day and I was like, okay, cool, done some work, let's let's vibe to this album. Let's see what's going on. Double click on the first track and then the riff comes in yeah. and it is a sick riff. I really like this riff. Um, so this meaty. is like, this is like their most famous song. It's like, yeah. and so it's the yeah. kind of riff that Banging. made me go, uh, the riff comes in and I was like, mm, nice. Okay. That's, that's quite nice. It's a tasty riff. That's what I describe it as. Tasty room. Mm. Meat on the bone, isn't it? Yeah. And then the shuffle drums come in and it's this classic kind of old school um, dry rock kit. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, this is good. Vibing. So um, yeah, I love this. Um, really, really, I've written, oh, that's a lush drum sound. Um, I really liked how it built up with the riff. So, and then it comes in with like a, so it builds up with the riff and it builds up with the kit. Like there's a piano that comes in and then it comes into like this pre-chorus bit, which you think is going to get into this big chorus. And then it builds up and goes and back to the riff a little bit. So it yeah, builds okay. up and then drops you back yeah, down yeah. again. And I like that. And I like that. Um, so yeah, I, I love this song. Um, I thought the chorus was a bit eh. like it was the chorus didn't hook me as much as like the actual riff and the rest of the song did, which is, mm usually not what you want when you have, you usually want the chorus to be the best like the best hook I see of the what song. You but um it's like you 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 yeah, i got a big myself off, myself off the ground off the ground um and thing is it's funny because i was listening to it and i and i heard your voice basically commenting on previous albums and you're like oh yeah the chorus didn't really say much. It was just woo, 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 woo. Got to pick myself <laughs> off of the crowd. And I was like, well, I hope he brings this up <laughs> when we review this. I, um, I, my, the, the actual opening thing I've written about it, it's really funny. I was like, the, the, thing, the thing I've got in my notes, it says, Travis is probably going to cry about this because they don't scream their head off. That's the first thing I wrote down. That's, that was, well, actually, that, you've surprised that, me. That is uncalled for. That is, that is un- <laughs> that's absolutely uncalled for. There is no precedent for me not liking non-screeby. That is mean. Oh, that is, you can call me names. You can call me ugly as well, but you, that is too far. (laughs) I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I apologize. That is too far. Um, But it's funny because I must must just type. I I sometimes read through and I'm like, ah, I wrote that. Um, But that is the first thing that I wrote now. Um, Do you know what? I agree with you on the first track um, to not hang around on it too long. It is a banger. I'm Mm -hmm. off the ground opening track of that album is great and it's something that i've highlighted mm-hmm. as one of my favorites um what were your other favorites before we go track by track what yeah what, yeah, what yeah moments? cool uh rita may young fan mm-hmm. track number three and uh this crooked city 
Okay. I really liked as well. So the, Do you know why I liked this Crooked City? Because I felt like it's the first time they provide a different pace. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. You agree with me on this? I, so, I agree. So, so fuck it. Spoilers. Like there are two main songs, which I like on this and that's off the ground and this Crooked City. And I'm both in sync this week. And this Crooked City, it started. And looking back, I don't, this is a really complex thing for this album. So the album, there's nothing I disliked about this album. There's nothing yeah. I'd be like, oh, I didn't like that. I had it mm -hmm. on like, and I think it played through like two or three times whilst I was just there with it in the background. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, but this Crooked City is the first time where, like you said, they shake it up. And they changed the pace, yeah. I was wondering whether, do I actually like this song on its own that much? Or is it just because it's different and it made me go, oh, what's going on here? It started with an mm -hmm. acoustic guitar. Um, and yeah, parts of it are quite catchy. But I, I was trying to work out whether that was just because it's amongst all of these tracks where it's a, it's, it's like, as you said, the same pace throughout, uh, throughout the album. Mm. So, um, it's a bit like what I said about John Mayer when we did John Mayer a couple of weeks ago. If you get into this album and you don't like the vibe, you're not going to enjoy the, you're not going to enjoy the album because, mm -hmm. you know, like I said about the artwork being quite simple and raw, I think their music is simple and raw. And mm -hmm. it's got something really cool about it. You know, it is that kind of speakeasy, blues, gritty, rock style, bluesy rock style it's, album. It's, it's a and, blues rock, country rock album. It's yeah, and, like, and they, they do that over and over. Yeah. And, and if you don't like that, you, you won't. But the, the, the two, two of the things I really liked, which I, I don't know if you picked up on, but to me, the bass guitar is constantly kind of walking. And mm -hmm. they, they, there is one part, there's, they, they do this quite a few times, actually. I can't, I fucking can't remember what song it is. If I go through my notes, if, if it comes up, I'll point out the song. But there's one track where at the end, it's like they're all doing their own thing, but it really works because like the guitar is uh, solo and, the, and then the drums are rolling and then he's just like, the bass is rolling, like stepping around and super funky and they're all doing, it's, it's, it's really good because they're all doing their own little thing, but it, it ties in so well. Um, is it on the move? <sighs> uh, I think it might be the... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's the one uh, I put down. Is, where is, he sings the woman's also... Uh, the woman's also... Cool. Yeah. And then you've got the bass and the drum kit rolling around and then he does the harmonica at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one, on the move. It, yeah, because it's the harmonica. It's made me go... This is, It's like... You have these American hard rock bands and you have like the glam rock, which was more Northern USA. And then you have like the Southern, which was more like, uh, like Kansas and uh, bands like that. And this is where it kind of moved into the middle for a bit. And it had a bit of like of an Aerosmithy vibe to it as well, which I quite liked, um, mm. on that one, which was quite nice. Um, the but yeah, they go, was... they go a bit. Yeah, they do at the end. end. And that, cause that's the thing. Cause I thought, oh, Travis likes the bass guitar. Like he likes playing the bass. He'll pick up on that. And then I look, I, every time I was listening out for the bass and I was like, that bass guitar is constantly on the move. He's like, mm. he's walking around the whole time. Well, and that's quite that, typical say, of this kind of genre. Like, uh, the blues, the blues, you have the walking bass. That's basically one of, if you, if you, the fundamentals. Yeah. It's one of the fundamentals. Like you've got the, the 12 bar blues, you've got the walking bass. 
And then you got like that kind of. Yeah, it's it's called in response. And so the. I'm just trying. I'm just going through my notes and trying to. So yeah, that was the on the move. Yeah, they go. They start to go a bit groovy and complimentary um, was the end but but yeah i, I think because they all, they all do share much of a muchness one one thing if i'm if i'm going to bring some negatives in into the into the picture frame um one of the negatives for me is i felt like they were missing you know how the black keys have got those big like hard hitting tracks where it's like gold on the ceiling it's got energy and it's really like gives you a bit of oomph. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i felt like they're missing that because all of their big tracks it's kind of like they're cool they're funky. They're, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. not like, I felt like they had the ability in them to do a big zinger that would be like bang in your face a bit more. Um, it's all very kind of, um, there's the, like you say, the opening riff for off the ground is wicked mm. and it's a good riff, but it's not like, I don't know. To me, it doesn't have the same kind of energy and I think yeah. you could have whacked it up. And the other thing that got me a little bit was the lyrics. I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me no, lyrically. I, th- I felt they were all a little bit heartbreak, feel lonely for me songs, feel sorry well, for me. I've written a note songs, here but... where I've realised I wrote the exact same thing for like two songs, one after the other, which kind yeah. of show, highlights this. Because, easily do. Because there wasn't... easily do that. There wasn't a big, big chorus. Like, I can't... I, like I can't go for like a big, big chorus from this album. There's nothing that I can no. really showcase from that. Um, which is, a, which, you know, if they were doing something interesting, but different, I could, I could understand, I could work with, but because it is a standard blues, uh, country rock album, these songs are powered by their choruses. These choruses need to be catchy and cool. And cause they didn't have that. It was kind of, it was like easy listening country rock for me because there was nothing mm. that made me go. It wasn't distracting at all, apart from like the the first bit of off the ground and this crooked lady. But for songs like feel so good and turn me Lo- loose, I was like both predictable, simple blues rock songs. Um, I said quite poor lyrics and then quite poor, yeah, lyrics. poor lyrics. And then I said, these are the same lyrics. Like, um, feels so good by the record company. I was pretty sure that these um, were, were like basically talking about the same thing. Um, uh, let me get the lyrics up because the chorus to feel so good is, um, oh, come on, hey, hey, feel so good. Feel so good doing what you want when you know that you shouldn't. And then I'm going to look like a tit if these aren't the same. Now <laughs> that I'm looking up. Um, they can't be the same, surely. Um, yeah, you got one ticket one time. You're, you live your life and it don't last long. And I was just like, these are just two songs about saying, do what you want. Mm. Just, just do what you want. Yeah. It's a yeah. little bit like that. Like, don't let me get lonely and Rita Mae Young is also very like similar in that sense. Don't let me get yeah. lonely. Don't leave me on my own. Rita Mae Young, he's singing about a girl that he's lost, right? It's, mm-hmm. It is that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. for me personally, like if to kind of bring a bit of a wrap up to it, um, I think the, there's a lot of positives here. I think that um, 
I'd, li- I'd like to listen to another one of their albums because mm. I wonder, it's good that they've done it for one album, but I'd like to see if they rinse and repeat because I wonder if it gets tiresome if they do another album that's like this and they, they have to change it. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking about this album, for me personally, I would definitely recommend somebody have a listen to it. Like 100%. Really? I would, yeah. I, I, I've already told people to listen to it, so I can't say anything different. Oh, man. Because, <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I, think, I wouldn't recommend this at all. Oh, I, don't, no. I don't think this... I thought I we were insane. I, like, I enjoyed it. But I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. If someone was like, what's a great album that you've listened to recently? And I'm like, I would not put this in. Because this hasn't got anything on like the Mumford and Sons, the Arctic, um, um, Lime Cordial. Um, I, didn't I, have, I, I absolutely smashed it. The Don Broco one, the Ripe album, the Ocean Alley, all of those albums. I, I There were points where I was there going, whoa, this is awesome. This is cool. But... If someone wanted, if someone was said to me, it's like, oh, do you want, can, can you give me an example on blues rock that I can put in a blues rock playlist? I'll be like, don't bother with a playlist, just play this album. It's just, it's just standard blues rock and you can have it on in the background, but. It would be perfect in a speakeasy bar. I, yeah. but I would recommend this to people. I think there's people that really like this. Okay. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. There isn't anything that makes you go. It's it's just at a medium level a lot of the time. There's nothing super standout. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there, for me, there is. I mean, I think Off the Ground is a great track. Rita Mae Young um, and This Crooked City, I think, are all great tracks. Mm-hmm. But but the majority of it sits in the middle range. And there's nothing that's really shit that makes you go, oh, that's awful. Yeah. And there's nothing that's like, boom, away. And, and you know what, mate? I'm not upset that you don't want to put it in. I'm fine, actually, yeah. with that. I would personally <laughs> chuck it out to other mm. people. And probably if it had some bloke screaming his lungs off in it, you'd chuck it straight in. So... Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on, then. Fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Put oh. a screamer on it and it would be in. <laughs> but, no, it's but, just um, like, there, there, are, there, are albums, there are albums that I've listened to that I probably... that would probably have more I didn't like about it that I would recommend. If that yeah, makes I understand sense. what you're saying. Like, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I mean, and it makes complete sense. This is like, I don't know. It's, it's like it's like if I if I needed to set someone up on a date, and this this album was a guy that I needed, I was potentially setting someone else up on. I would be like, he's a good rebound. He's simple, easy, and nice. But there's nothing it's really got ex- rawness to like, him. Yeah, he's the kind of person that you, you date a bit, and then you go, ah, uh, well, he's nice. But, or something like that. And there's but, nothing really wrong with him. No, there's nothing. But there's also nothing edgy about him. And you'll be like, and, and she'd break up with him and she'd be like, oh, it's not you, and, it's just me. I'm just looking yeah. for something different. And, and, <laughs> and you, can have, you can have him in the background and he'll always be there and he won't step a f- he won't put a foot wrong. He'll do the right things. He'll say the right things. But yeah. he's not, he's not going to have any va-va-voom. I understand. I okay. Understand. I'm glad you understand. Yeah, of course. Cool, so I completely get it. Um, I'm rational. I'm the rational one <laughs> of the pair of us. Um, what are, you, what are yeah. we doing next week? We got to spin the book spinner and hope well, that we, we don't got, get a fictional we, book. We got to spin the book spinner and hope that we get a fictional book. Um, and then we've got Sean the sheet that we're going to be doing next week. Uh, I'm assuming the book's going to take us more than a week. So should we throw something else in there? I'm yeah. thinking maybe to, like another album mm. or something. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. What you what one you that you haven't recommended? You one want, that you haven't well, you, recommended? You want to pick it off the audience list? Um, okay. Yeah, I could pick it off the audience list. Unless you've got a spinner oh. for it. Yeah, uh, no, I don't have a spinner for it. Ah, okay. uh, spin, do you the want, do you spin the books. Spin the books. 
Also, by the way, while we're talking about albums, I'll spin the books, but I will still do. I've not done that apology for um, my Camel Cromance. It is on my list of things to do. I'll get to it. I promise. Um, spin the books. <laughs> spinning, 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 Sapiens. I think this is a good one. Oh, I, I think really, this is really long- wanting to really Sapiens. want to watch that. Um, it's, it's not it's a book fantastic. you can't watch it sorry probably. yeah read <laughs> i mean i'll be watching the pages as i read it um I guess. is it the one that talks about evolution um no this isn't on the thing what sapiens well it's on my book spinner and i definitely didn't uh-huh. put it on there oh yeah yeah sapiens got it yeah yeah I was just there's uh, the, there's a we've got two recommendations from the same guy so the guy who wrote this book also wrote homo deus which is a history of human sapiens, a brief history of humankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been up for reading this as well, to be fair. So come list. on, win for Luke. This oh. week. Okay. Um, so if I was going then, to pick an album, uh, do you know what? We've not got great. We've not been given great albums. I don't think personally. we haven't, we haven't had many. Um, we could, no, but we one that's one that's kind of caught my eye is something that, yeah, I, it was the rag. The rag sent us a meme and it was the meme of the guy who's got a girlfriend, but he's looking at the, uh, looking at like, uh, something else in the club. And it was, um, Travis, Travis Pepper mentoring a moron. And it was, um, it was the, the guy was gushing over like contemporary albums that are newly out. And then the other person in the meme was out really great albums from the 1980s or like any album before 2000 and stuff like that. So we were getting called out for not listening to some old albums. Um, so okay. that got me intrigued on uh, this Van Morrison album, Moondance, because I think I know one song from it and I haven't listened to the whole thing. So that's what I'll do. So Are next week, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I mean... To be fair, I'm I'm the same as you. I don't know a lot from that album, so it'd be good to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at that list of albums, and none of them massively get me. At go- well, there's a couple. I know that I don't like one of them already, like as I've already listened to the whole album. But really? I would I would give it a proper go and actually listen to it. Yeah. Intently. Okay. So, so next week we're going to do album. Yep. Van Morrison, and we're going to do Sean the Sheep next week. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most influential pop culture icons uh, and and absolute world class musicians and Van Morrison. That's what we do. Sean the Sheep, a musician. <laughs> He's got the song. It's Sean the Sheep. It's Sean the Sheep. It's Sean the Sheep. Okay, so we've got Sean the Sheep. We've got Van Morrison, and we're starting Sapiens. Mate, it's been fun. Um, it's been a bit of a shit week, actually, isn't it, really, thinking about it? The book we poo-pooed and the album we poo-pooed. So whoever's listened to this podcast has listened for an hour and 15 minutes and they've got no good recommendations out of it. Well, what a waste of their time. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't come here for enjoyment. Uh, we knew this. Here for the hard, honest facts. The hard, honest facts, which That's are sometimes enjoyable when they are nothing to do with you. <laughs> okay. That works. Till next time, brother. Oh, shit. Till next time. Oh, my microphone didn't break this week. Woohoo! It's the Travis Pepper Show. Um.
Thanks for listening. Because you've made it until the end, I'd like to think that you've enjoyed yourself. If you did, or even if you didn't, then uh, just leave us a review and follow us on Instagram at Mentoring a Moron Podcast, where you can get in touch, send us recommendations, and see how we're getting on with our challenges. See you next week.